Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So is there any reason anyone would adventure lie about the incident? What incident? <laughs> Where were you when the alleged incident occurred? <laughs> what, what incident? Do you have any witnesses who can corroborate your whereabouts at the time of the incident? Is this like an icebreaker you learned from college or something? <laughs> when and where did this happen? I have no idea what's going on. Welcome to the Bruins and Bruins podcast, a the Hockey Podcast Network podcast presented by Bruins Diehard, sponsored by DraftKings, a drinkable podcast you can taste, and my dad thinks it sucks. No, he just thought it was a really bad episode one time, and I can understand because I wasn't on it. Ooh. I am here with Ken Hasbrook, Chris Gear. And we got the sexy Drago from Shrek, LOL, JK, but seriously, it is Mikey Radigan. <laughs> Mikey, I misspelled, I misspelled Dragon, and I really felt like this was my time to shine, but I blew it. Now I'm just going to hang up. <laughs> That's it. Can it. Trash it. Dump it. Dump it. Good idea. Dump it in. <laughs> Dump it. Uh this is the uh, this is the episode where we we just break down every episode. Or I think should leave with Mikey. So, I think we really uh, should. <laughs> we, uh, we should we should do so. Drew, have you watched? I think you should leave. Have I watched what? I think you should leave on Netflix. No, I have not. We should watch it after oh. this. Uh, <laughs> literally, you could get through the whole thing, and I think yeah. like two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know if you'd be able to like properly absorb its cultural relevance. No, you have to watch that, season one to watch. at least seven times, and then yeah, yeah. I feel like season two got a lot better uh, after the first couple watches, but it, it's like hard I've, to follow I've, up. I've season watched one. It, I've watched it twice, and I still haven't hit the like, oh, this is hilarious yet. But, oh my god, it's for some of them. Yeah, so it's the, my favorite thing of all time. Like these. Uh, the like nine-year-old girls smoking cigar like mac and noodles uh, <laughs> yeah. sketch is the funniest thing in the world to me but that was <laughs> so it was so bizarre <laughs> that's the entire i feel like that entire show was like i watched it the first time and i was like what the fuck was that and then i like, like, watched it a second time with an understanding of what it was and i was like oh okay i get it it's hilarious but you have to like, like what what if snl was a fever dream is, is yeah, basically 
I'm always curious about the, the, the name of the title, whether that's like a reference to SNL when they were like, you know what, Tim Robinson, it's been good. I think you should, I think you should leave. And then he was like, all right, fuck you guys. I'll just go make my own Netflix show years later. I think he had a show on comedy central. That was really good with, um, uh, Sam Robinson, who's on Veep, and he's also he does the uh, baby Detroiters, of, baby, yeah, yeah. Detroiters, which is I like. It's on the same level as I think you should leave. It, it's scripted and it has like more of it has a plot. Obviously, it's only two seasons, and it's it's it was really, uh, really really funny. So I would re- recommend that if you want to get a, your Tim Robinson fix. He's he's I, awesome. He's I like my favorite the... person. I haven't watched the whole thing, but I've definitely had like five or six episodes of it. And like Sam Richardson's always funny as well. Yeah, you could see where they get a lot of the bits from. Uh, for I think you should leave. It, like, it, like the seed the seeds are planted on that show, and then um, but yeah, that's that was like the best thing that's happened this summer is I think you should leave coming out season two. <laughs> it has been like I weirdly enough that's been one of the things that's like held me to sanity in in like which doesn't make sense based on how the show is, but it's, like, been some ground of, like, okay, you know what, I can just retreat to this ridiculous television Yeah, it's show. definitely it's definitely one of my comfort shows, too, I think, just because it's so fucking weird. And, That's the yeah, irony. It's, like, it's so it's uncomfortable weird. that it makes me comfortable. Like. But there's also, like, a lot of slapstick stuff, too, in it, which is, like, it makes it goofy. Yeah, it's just, it's really well, like, it, it's, it becomes the most quotable and memeable show, I think, on, like... Why the fuck? Didn't you stand up for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> the irony is, like, it, it has become, like, half of the, like, dialogue in my office, like, of the last couple months. It's just, like, people quoting that show. It, yeah. It's a cultural icon. If, it's if, uh, yeah, my, my entire, like, college friend group with, like, our fantasy baseball league, just every GIF post. Like, anytime anyone says anything, the reaction GIF is from I Think You Should Leave. Yeah. And it's... um. It's also very like it reminds me of like Andy Samberg and the Lonely Island a lot too, um, which is they produce that I, I believe Lonely Island produces it. So like it's it's a uh, it's got that weird and goofy vibe to it. Um, yeah, so I had definitely. no idea about that until I saw the credits and I was like, oh shit, Andy Samberg's part of this. So I'm like, oh, well, in hindsight, well, was, I'm not surprised at all. He was but, in like, season one. He was in yeah, the, besides the, the one chunky, chunky sketch, episode, right? Yeah, I thought I he also, was just like a guest appearance, but a little. Do I, I think Hot Rod and Popstar are the funniest movies of like the past 15, 20 years. If you guys have have ever seen the that, it's so I I just watched those for the first time. I think like 2019, 2020. Um, not not back to back, but like I, I think six yeah. months apart. And I'm not like the biggest Andy Samberg guy, but those those movies definitely changed my opinion a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. So, M- Mikey, um, we're going to interrogate you on this episode. So, how are the Islanders doing? Are they uh, on the island? Oh, man, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Have they won any games yet this season? No, uh, they start like a... Like, I think like ten or fifteen games on the road because uh, what the their new arena isn't isn't going to be quite ready yet. So I think their first home game is like in November. <laughs> so it's like they <laughs> I think they start out in Western Canada. Uh, in terms of the off season, um, I guess which isn't su- 
it's a very Lula Morello thing. He just decided not to announce any of the signings until like a week ago, I think, or two weeks ago. When it's just yeah. like, Follow oh, shit. we we resigned everyone. And it's like, oh, okay. So they did a lot of uh, maneuvering at the start of the offseason. They were able to unload Nick Letty to Detroit without they got a second and then a. Uh, uh, Richard Panic or whatever his name is from. He used to be on the cap. You know, is Panic? Yeah. yeah. Who's Pine, a perfect? He's he's like slotted to be their thirteenth forward, which is like that's a really solid thirteenth forward to have. Like in case you need to rotate him into second, third line, I feel like he could play anywhere in the lineup. So they traded Nick Letty uh, for him and got a draft pick and had Detroit take all of Letty's salary and then also um, eat most of. Panique salary, so that was good. They finally got themselves out of the Andrew Ladd contract, which was huge. Uh, so he Arizona for taking that on, famously. Yeah, Arizona, and you know what? The, I, the I, best, the best team for shipping your dead contract. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> Other he, than the Florida Panthers, he Andrew Ladd. If he like ever followed his story to the NHL and his career in the NHL, he he has had a really great career. Just it didn't work out with the Islanders, and it sucks. And he was part of that crazy free agent class with like the worst contracts of like I think it was Luch- the Lucic contract, Erickson. There's a bunch I'm forgetting, but David uh, Backus, uh, Backus, Akposo. It's just like it's like oh my god, yeah. So they finally got rid of that contract, and then um, Johnny Boychuk still his career's over, but he's on long term injured reserve. That's just for salary cap purposes. So they are able to free up a lot of cap space uh, in a flat cap in the flat cap era we're in right now probably for the next couple of years so that was really huge and then they signed adam pellick to a really fair deal i think they locked him in for eight years for like i think 5.75 per which is like you know adam pellick's one of the best shutdown defensive in the nhl and for getting him under six for eight years is uh is a really like set it's i think it's a fair move for everyone and then yeah they brought back Zika's palmieri uh who else? I don't know. Yeah, and uh, they brought in Parisi. Palmer is an interesting one because that's that's another case of like a guy that you went out and traded for. That I, I think more than in most other major sports, like if you go out and trade for somebody at the trade deadline, NHL players are like, "Wow, can't believe this team wanted me." Loyalty. <laughs> yeah, which is which is how like the Bruins end up with Taylor Hall for the next six years or whatever. Well, yeah, Mike it's, Riley. Yeah, it's and I I was really hoping the Islanders could grab Mike Riley to maybe slide into Letty's spot because I think Mike Riley, I who loves one of you love him on this podcast. I mean, yeah, I think Chris. we all do, but I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm the most no, vocal about it. Like, if you can pencil him into your number four spot, three spot, your middle pair, you're fine. Like, you're in good shape. I feel like. Um, so they, the thing about Palmieri is, and all the contracts Lamorell gave out to like Sezikis, Palmieri, uh, was, they, they, I can't remember who else he re-signed, but uh, they're all, per, oh, they re-signed Beauvillier and Sorokin as well. Uh, they're all like, nothing was egregious. I think they're all pretty fair. Um, they also lost Eberle to the, to the draft, uh, the, the expansion draft. So it, it stings a little bit losing Eberle, but um I don't think I think they'll be able to replace him maybe with Palmieri. Palmieri, when he came over to the Islanders, is shooting a career low. 
his shooting percentage. And he's also coming off of COVID last year. So, and he's playing on the Devils. So, and then once the playoffs started, his, shoot, his shooting percentage went all the way back up. So, I, I think like he'll be fine. What, he'll fit in. What's more of perfectly. a hindrance, playing with the Devils or coming off COVID? Oh, imagine having to do both. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. and I think the Devils are going to be sick this year. I think they'll be not sick, but I think they'll be a lot more improved. Dougie Hamilton helps. Yeah, for sure. And they they made some like pretty savvy moves. And so, yeah, I, the Islanders I think improved around the margins. Um, they still have to fill in Letty's spot, so you could maybe see a trade. Um, but yeah, I, I think they have a really strong. They're going to be able to roll four lines. Uh, and that's what that's like. That's when they're at their best when they can roll those four lines. They're gonna have Andrews Lee back for an entire year. Uh, you, you know, you might have Oliver Wallstrom playing on a line with Lee Barzell, uh, and Wallstrom could be the first line. Then you have you know, Parise play. Zach Parise is gonna have a lot to prove, and uh, he's but he's gonna just get third line minutes and some power play time, and I think he should thrive in that. You know, he's not at, he's not being asked to do anything. Just, you know, be a piece of the puzzle, like he said, just, you know, and I think he could be still be productive. So we'll see. I, I, I don't think any team in the, the Metro is really like crazily improved, except for maybe the Devils. I feel like every other team is kind of like uh, more or less the same. Like yeah. who, who the Rangers, I don't know, like they are for, you, for was, years. You've just been saying the caps are like gonna get old and like won't be good so anymore. I, and... I I've been saying that about the caps and penguins right like how long are we like this is the year this is the year they they're done but like I don't I don't love the penguins goaltending or defense that much I think this might be the year that the penguins yeah. are finally old yeah Put like the cap... record and we'll see at the end of the season <laughs> the caps will still hang around and I still think they'll be good but they like I, I don't they haven't gotten anyone like they haven't really improved this offseason. They uh, acquired uh, Vitek Vanacek uh, from the Seattle Kraken. I think that might help. <laughs> you mean the goalie that they had? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I think I, I think this is the Islanders' division to lose a little bit. You know, they, they I think, are in good shape. Uh, they have a lot of depth now at the forward position. There was rumors of them maybe trading for Tarasenko. I don't know that that would take a lot um, to make it work salary cap wise. And I don't know. I, I don't know if the whole Tarasenko thing is weird. I like his shoulders. Is it good? Is it, is he, is it not good? Like, I don't know. It's, it's a awkward situation, but he's like one of the best players in the world too. So it's like, I don't know, but yeah, I'm going to root for Vladdy Tarasenko no matter where he goes. Oh, I love him. And I, I, I feel like the, Habs or the Leafs, but I, I feel bad that uh, it, you know, his shoulder is hindering the way it is and how he feels about the organization he's with. But he might end up staying with the Blues, so who knows? So, what if uh, they traded him to Buffalo for Jack Eichel? Yeah, <laughs> I two teams that won't uh, won't give their players good out? surgeries. <laughs> Oh, did Eichel ever get surgery yet? I didn't know. Not that we're aware of. <laughs> yeah, he's not gonna be he's not gonna be ready to go at the start of the season now. Oh, no, no, no. He's, he's gonna miss this season, at least most of it. Um Yeah, I, I, and I don't think he has any incentive to play this season, so Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, like I, I don't think Buffalo wants him to play this season either, because they're still they're just trying to tank to 
for the number one pick. So the eternal savers probably. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel bad for that that Buffalo uh, franchise, um, but I. I don't know. I, I, there's no team in the East that I'm like, I mean, the lightning will be good again, but they've lost some guys like Bruins, I think will be there. Uh, I don't know. Who else is in the East? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're they're the Bruins. I, I, that's another this team I'm like, this is the Ice-T and Islanders podcast. <laughs> I feel like Ca- Carolina like was good last year, but I feel like also lost some players and like did, yeah, did some mean, weird maneuvering. And Besides just being like the worst human, like replacing Dougie Hamilton with Tony D'Angelo, like, I don't know, Tony D'Angelo is awful in his own zone. Like, I think any one of four of us could geek around him and I'm not <laughs> – I'm not like being that guy, but seriously. I mean, like, also shouts to being on the same team as the guy who most famously deked around him, Sebastian Ajo. Just broke your <laughs> ankles, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I like Brendan Moore as a coach. They did, I don't know, they did weird things maneuvering that with their their uh, like their goalie situation, like yeah, who they brought in went to to Detroit. Detroit. So, so really, um, really weird. Uh, I mean, they'll, they'll, I, I could see them being a playoff team. Devils will be improved. I don't know. I, I think, I don't, I don't think, I never think highly of the Leafs because of the Leafs. And I think they're, the, I think I hate them more than any other team. So, like, wow. I think Montreal is the most obvious playoff team that's not going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah. People are really down on Montreal. And they, I mean, Weber, it seems like his career might be done, right? And then Price could miss some time. Philip no one Demo's knows. That. Gone. Um, yeah, it's. What, who's the guy? What was the offer sheet? Who was that for? That was uh, Kakaniemi. Um, yeah, which like, I think that was more of a riskier move with Carolina than anyone. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money. Um, yeah, I. I you, you, let's be real. They just did it for the lulls online because everyone which, was dunking. Everyone right. was dunk. Everyone was dunking on them for signing Tony D'Angelo, so they wanted to be because Carolina is like kind of that sweetheart online team that everyone loves because they dunk on everyone on Twitter. So I think they wanted to get uh, the positive uh, positive spin with that. But, I mean, yeah, it, who knows? He's he's young, yeah, that kid from – I can't pronounce his name, but he's young from – he's right, isn't he 20, 21? Something like that, yeah. yeah. But if you're looking at it um, from an actual, like, what did they gain and lose perspective after they made the Dvorak trade, that – right. Like I, you're giving up a guy that you scratched in the Stanley Cup playoffs, versus like getting a guy who was a pretty decent second line center. So, yeah, I actually i I think Cat could actually probably attest to Dvorak's play more than I can because I I don't uh, I, I catch some Coyotes games, but like I know he had he had one he had a couple pretty good years there, right? Like it was he when was he a, when he was playing with Taylor Hall, he was good. Is basically what yeah. Was. So. Um, I don't but know. He's, he's playing with Lawson Kraus last year, so yeah. But like, I don't know. Stick him with Tyler Toffoli. He's a pretty good player. <laughs> they got they got forwards they can uh, flank him with. So I don't know. I mean, I, Brendan I think... Gallagher is pretty good. Yeah, that that could be something. But yeah, I, I I do think that team is just generally not very good. I think the Panthers will be really improved and probably be a top of the East or uh, yeah. Atlantic. I hate the play the playoff structure with the, but they'll. Yeah. I think they'll be a playoff team coming out of the Atlantic. Lightning will be probably the Bruins, and then like I don't know. I think it's pretty. I think the East could be pretty wide open. Yeah, 
So, so the first time in kind of a what? Not that it. I think the Flyers could bounce back if uh, if Carter Hart doesn't suck again. I mean, yeah, you're just like, can you not have a save percentage in the 800s and you know give up nine goals to the Rangers? <laughs> like, then maybe uh, do, who's their do they have a back? Who's their backup? Is it Brian Elliott still? Nope their their backup is uh, one former Sharks goalie. Oh my God! They brought in Martin Jones. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that's right. Wild, so I don't wild know. Choice there, but I, th- that's why I feel good about the Islanders just going to this year. Like I, I think I know what I'm going to get. They're a very structured team. Uh, they have good goaltending. Their defensive system's really good, and hopefully they'll be able to pop a couple more goals than they were last year. But like, there, this is their window, and. Uh, It'll be open for a couple more years, and we'll we'll see what happens. But it's it's crazy to be saying that after you know it was only what three years ago that their franchise center left and captain of their franchise and one of the best players they ever had like spurned them brutally, <laughs> like which. So it's nice that I don't think I anyone was expecting them for them to be where they are, and I I think the front office and the coaching staff deserves a lot of credit. Endured uh, the Garth Snow era. Yeah, and you know what? The Gar Snow drafted pretty well. A lot of these guys were his draft picks, but he just never like he never surrounded him with the right coaching, and I think or the right systems. And uh, so, yeah, I did endure. I endured the Milbury than Gar Snow era back to back. So it's been a really long thirty-one. Mikey, years. I'm so glad that you're here to that you've lived through that, and you're here with us today. Still survived, yeah. The Brews and Bruins podcast is sponsored by DraftKings. Week one may be over, but the season's just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off week two, DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any Week 2 game to receive $200 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Uh, should we go, should we go over what we're drinking? Because uh, I, I didn't crack open a beer not to, not to rain. Drink, so, yeah, somebody start. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll start us off. I uh, I opened up a uh, Plinius the Elder, um, often often called Pliny because it's you know spelled that way. Um, I've had this on the pod before, but I also uh, this one's been left in the fridge for like a year, and on the bottle it says, "If you must sit on eggs, not on Pliny. Do not save for a rainy day. Pliny is for savoring, not for saving. Consume Pliny fresh or not at all." with exclamation points and uh didn't do that uh this is also lexi's beer that she just left in there for a while so 
I'm uh, stealing this, but uh, she left it for a year, not me. Um, here we go. Generally considered one, considered one of the best beers in the world. Um, after sitting for a year, I would say prob- probably not. Um, has like a pretty defined like suspension in there. Like you can see some stuff floating around. Um, tasteability. You can definitely taste it. Has a, has a flavor to it. Um, let's say 24. It's, a, it's tasteable. Drinkability. Twelve. It's drinkable. Overall, pretty good beer. Um, I think I reviewed it better the first time I had it on the podcast. Uh, you said it was. Drew, you said it was the yeah. best beer in the world, but that's like everyone knows that's Bud Light. So yeah, uh, <laughs> we're we're a Miller Light podcast here, so that's that's not true. Uh, Cam and Drew have switched spots. Yeah, Cam had to rock a piss, quote unquote. Um. <laughs> Cheers. My name is Cam Hasbrook, and I am actually this is a Doc Emmerich impression. Um, not really. I wish I had those. Um, I have once again a truly iced tea as the last episode, but this one is strawberry, which I believe is the one that Cam had started out with. Um, so whether it's because I've had a few between the last review and this review, this is a thirty-seven. Uh, drinkability and I'm gonna go like a 63% taste so I don't know what that equates to on a scale of 37 we have our our rocketeer Chris here you can do the yes. math on the fly I was not listening what's six oh fuck you all right <laughs> this has been the bruise and brew in this podcast uh, I don't know 63% of 37 is 63% of 37. Uh, it's like... Dun, 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 it's like... 24? Mid-20s? All right. I'll trust you. 24. Uh, yeah, I'm also drinking a Truly. I, I've switched, so I guess we're kind of fly. I did have a peach one from last episode, but I'm, I'm going raspberry now. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've already crushed, like, four of these, so I guess drinkability is pretty high. I'll give it a 37. Taste, I'm starting to taste them less because I've been drinking a lot of them, so I'm going to put it, like, a 15 right now. Um, we'll see how the headache catches up. There's probably a lot of sugar in these. I'm kind of scared to look, but we're looking at uh, it's guessing it's... one gram of sugar, actually, yeah, you, which I don't you believe. It's probably get one sugar, gram of sugar, and then you get a bunch of, like, fake sugar. Yeah, which is bullshit. They should add. They should be like a sugar line and then a fake sugar line, and that should be a, a separate other thing. Well, what are, like what are the line what are the ingredients? How many headaches you're gonna get? Uh, the ingredients are nutrition packs, one serving per container. I'm gonna skip <laughs> well, over all the ingredients: filtered carbonated water, alcohol, natural flavors, citric acid, all honey. Is it acid in this? Brewed black tea, sodium citrate, and stevia's sweetener. There's your fake there sugar. There it is, yeah. Um, Please drink responsibly. Yeah, there you go. Never once. 
Yeah, that's not what we do here, but oh, the barcode is eight seven six nine two zero one one six three. All right, thanks for that, Drew. So I'm oh, sorry, I mean Cam. Looking to scan it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're right. I am Cam. Um. Oh, actually, I need to get back to my computer really quick. Cam and I are going to switch spots because I have a uh, a good idea for the next segment. All right. Oh, I great. also have a question for Mikey, which I'm just going to keep asking while we switch. Mikey, I'm <laughs> curious, as a proud New Yorker, did you catch any of the uh, NYPD versus NYFD game during the... Oh! Uh, uh, I, I'm just hearing... I, so I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't really know this was a thing until this year. And I yeah, saw the highlight videos they cut, and I saw there were fights in previous years. So I texted my buddy. I was like, yo, like, is this legit? Are they actually beating the shit out of each other? And is that a normal thing to do? Because I just couldn't help, like, I, I kept imagining in my head, like, somebody on the fire department being like, oh, you know, like, sorry, I was going to, I have to take a couple weeks off the firefighting because I got the fuck beaten out of my police, or vice versa. Like, he's out for two weeks because he got beat up by a police officer or a firefighter. The irony of that is just yeah. like. Uh, I, I wasn't able, I think it was on Thursday night, right, uh, on ESPN, which is so. like, yeah, it's, they, they always take it uh, very seriously. It's always funny to watch firefighters and cops beat the piss out of each other uh <laughs> <Like> what <laughs> yeah it's it's a very like it's pretty intense uh rivalry so i i wasn't it's was cool that they aired it on espn i thought that yeah. was great and uh i was in, actually i had a hockey game my, of my own so i, I uh which uh, <laughs> michael was beating up some firefighters for his own. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it'd probably be the cops more than ah, i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking uh uh, so no, I, I I missed that, but uh, yeah, that's that's cool that they did. I think they did it at MSG, right? Yeah, it looked like there's there's a pretty big crowd too. It's, so it's gotta be awesome for them. I mean, I can't imagine. They used to do it out at the Coliseum a lot uh, when I was like growing up. I know they they played a lot of those games. It's and it would get like very rowdy. Mm-hmm. Uh, As it yeah, the Coliseum. <laughs> some of those guys could really skate. Yeah, like, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, some of those guys are are, are pretty. Uh, pretty good um probably better than the rangers current like fourth line <laughs> with uh, some of the moves they've made this season yikes yeah I, I actually was gonna mention that before when you were talking about the islanders and stuff i feel like the last couple of years has been like the rangers and islanders kind of both on the upswing and the rangers had a lot of like eye-popping young talent with Panarin and, and these blessings. Yeah, I mean, they... Know, like, a lot of the young guys and, and goalie-wise, like, it looked like they were going to be the team that might be the, the Kings of New York for a while. And then they... I mean, the Islanders have built really well. Obviously, like, Lou is a genius, and, and you can't... Yeah, he's very... Work. I think people get mad because he's, like, an old hockey guy, and I know yeah. everyone likes to dunk on old hockey guys. And a lot of the time, I, I, I agree, I think it's warranted, but he's just, like... He's, he's got he, it though. Yeah, he's like he is the Tony Soprano of like. Yeah. He and just he he's able to keep guys around and build a good a winning culture, and that's uh, that's all cool with me. So um, and the Rangers, yeah, they get they like they basically I don't want to say they stole Panarin, but the Islander that was almost a done deal with the Islanders that summer, and then the Ranger he went to the Rangers for less, um, and he's you know. He could have won a hard trophy, like at any. Yeah. Uh, I, he could have won it a couple of years ago or last Incredible. year or whenever. Yeah, he's yeah. talented. Yeah, well, and then the yeah, like they they kind of like I, I feel like they were kind of like jousting for like both up and coming teams, and that's kind of how it is with like even the Yankees, Mets, and the Giants. Jousting. Yeah. are both kind of garbage, but there's always like 
one New York team and then the little brother, right? And I feel like for a while it looked like it might be the Rangers, and then I don't know what the fuck they did this offseason, but, like, what the hell? I feel like they're actively trying to, like, give it to the Islanders right now because you know, they're, the they're just trying to fight the Capitals. Yeah, like, what the yeah, hell is like, that? <laughs> and I – listen, I think, like, I I like guys that, like – play physical and i think that's an important part of the game i like you it you were about it's to like, say guys who bang <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking for another word for grit uh but like come on like i also like i like them if they can you know actually skate yeah, like, <laughs> like you said it's an important part of the game it's a, a yeah. part of the game. it's not the game like there's a lot more going on there and i feel like the islanders have been a lot more oh yeah, man i, I just like, lost the game that, you know. God damn it, Chris! I haven't lost the game in three it's years. Been a long time. What been game? A long time. Been a long time. Been a long. Oh, just long, the game. Long, 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 long. Like the the artist, the game. No, I've no. never played the game. <laughs> and and not the, the uh, not the David Fincher film. Um, no, just the the game. Like if you, the whole game is if you remember that you're playing, you lost the game. Oh, I actually had a similar thing with that, but just in life in general. Bull moose. <laughs> um, so that's a drinking game. Um, it's also a video game store in in Maine. I I have an idea. They also sell records. Uh, an idea I had. Drew's already a local. <laughs> for the no, I just live in New England, and that's a thing in Mass and New Hampshire. Fuck. All right. I don't know why I said that. I'll edit that up. Um, but my idea for one more segment before we let Mikey go, I have a couple questions for you, Mikey. Oh man. Let's hear it. So is there any reason anyone would invent or lie about the incident? What incident? (laughs) Where were you when the alleged incident occurred? (laughs) What what incident? Do you have any witnesses who can corroborate your whereabouts at the time of the incident? Is this like an icebreaker you learned from college or something? <laughs> when and where did this happen? I have no idea what's going on. I just want to what were the circumstances leading you're up like, to the incident? You're like the annoying RA at freshman orientation. <laughs> who else was involved, Mikey? Who else was involved? <laughs> okay, I googled uh, interrogation questions. <laughs> what? And it came up with the top 44 of them, and I'm skipping by a few because it's not. Recount the dialogue that occurred in order to what was said. It's remarkable this that Kings is, is paying us for this. <laughs> this is a really good segment. Have you talked to <laughs> anyone about the incident? <laughs> is there any evidence to support your account of what happened? Apparently, you don't know. That's suspicious. Sure. I got. I, I got nothing. Uh, All right. Good. Good that. segment, Drew. We'll <laughs> right. we'll table that and see if we can bring it back sometime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.